Bismillahirrahmanirrahim وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا معلمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي درشي بالله Respected brothers Respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home when we study the sublime character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, one can only marvel at some of the most beautiful characteristic features given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ulama have mentioned from the many beautiful attributes from the many beautiful characteristic features of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam one very striking khulq feature of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the title that the Arabs had given him Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was given the title in Arabia to be Askhan Nas the word Askha is derived from the root word Sakhiyun. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was considered to be the most generous, the most generous, Allahu Akbar, magnanimous hearted. When he gave, he gave unwittingly without fear. And Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was well known for his charity. In fact, Hazrat Jabir radiallahu ta'ala an is the narrator. He says that in the vocabulary of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the word la did not exist. The word la means to refuse or to say no. The word la did not exist. Throughout the life of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, not a single incident is recorded that a man came and he asked Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam for something to which Allah's Nabi said no. Never ever did he say no. He never said no from his mouth. In fact, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam's khulq is even mentioned in one beautiful verse of the Quran. Allah describes the character of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. وَأَمَّا السَّائِلَ فَلَا تَنْهَرُ Allah's Nabi never ever disclaimed the request of a needy person. That he came and Allah's Nabi said no to him. Never. That has never ever happened. Subhanallah al 
Hazrat Anas radiyallahu ta'ala an is the narrator. He says that we were sitting with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and a man came and he said, Ya Rasulullah, can you give me a valley filled with goats? A valley filled with goats. Now obviously, at a personal level, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not have anything of the sort to own such wealth. But certainly from the Muslim treasury that power was with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een was shocked that this man comes not for one goat or two goats or one camel or two camels, but he wants a valley filled with goats. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam with one command said to the companions, give him enough goats that a valley is filled with all the animals that he wants. Allahu Akbar. Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een was shocked. What he requested, what he wanted, Allah's Nabi gave him. A valley filled with goats. In fact, in one narration it is said, Allah's Nabi said, go to that certain valley which is filled with goats. Everything what you see belongs to you. Allahu Akbar. This man was the leader of the tribe. He went to his people and he said to them, embrace Islam, become Muslims, because I have come from a man who has no fear of poverty. This man when he gives, he gives bountifully that dispels any fear of poverty. So when you give, when he gives, he, he does not show any fear of poverty that might come to him. So all of you must become Muslims. That is why Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala an has said that in the beginning many many people had embraced Islam because of the generosity of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam because of his charity. Subhanallah al-Azim. Hazrat Safwan radiallahu ta'ala an says that until the day of Hunayn Allah's Nabi Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the man most despicable to me on to my sight, Aliyazubillah. This is what he said when he was in that state of kufr until the day of Hunayn. But come the day of Hunayn, Allah's Nabi showered me with wealth, and Allah's Nabi became the most dearest to me. This is the power of money. That is why Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, "Kad al-fakru ayyakuna kufran." Allah subhanahu wa taala save us from from poverty. It can destabilize your iman. It can really shake you. And Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that poverty can sometimes even change your inner condition. That you might even become a kafir. And this is what you see. Go to Africa, go to many countries in the world. Not only by money, but food, shelter that is given to you. To impress the people. And as a society as a whole are prepared to change even their religious identity. In their hundreds they want to change. 
Why? When aid comes, when aid comes. Allahu Akbar. My respected brothers and elders, this was the policy of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Allah's Nabi though would show them money and would give them money to encourage them to come towards Hidayah, towards Islam. But when they would stay in the company of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam for less than 24 hours, there was a complete transformation in them. In fact, they would learn the art of investing in the hereafter. This is how they became. And so to invite them, to bring them closer towards Islam and to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, even if it meant to spend money on them, to shower wealth on them, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam accepted that. And when they would come towards Islam, they would become sincere Muslims. That is why during the day of Hunayn, Allah's Nabi gave Aqra' 100 camels. How many camels, brothers? 100 camels one, one single donation And even to Hazrat Uyayna Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Give him 100 camels Subhanallah Is it easy for someone to give 100 camels My respected brothers This is the, the Sakhawat, the charity of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Once Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an is in fact the narrator of this hadith. He says that I was with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and a man came begging in front of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam asking for help. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him that at this minute I haven't got anything to give you. But if you want, you can take a loan or buy something on my name and I will settle the accounts. <laughs> take something on my name and I will settle the account. Now, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, subhanallah, out of sheer love of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ya Rasulullah, do you have to go to such lengths? in order to provide for people do you have to go uh, to that limit of allowing people to take qarz, debt on your name and that you will settle the account you Allah has not command, commanded you to, to put yourself in this difficulty now Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not like this gesture coming from Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala and in fact it was visible and so Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam put his head down. Immediately a sahabi retorted very quickly to please Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he said, Ya Nabi Allah, spend and spend and spend. And don't fear of any shortfall from the Lord of the mighty throne. Don't fear any shortfall from the Lord of the mighty throne. That is your desire, Ya Rasulullah, then spend in the path of Allah. That brought a smile on the face of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he said, yes, this is what my Allah has instructed me. This is what Allah wants from me. And this was never the habit of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam to accumulate wealth. Never. One lady came and she gave a gift to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It was a shawl. 
and it had embroidery on the edges it was embroidered on the edges of it and she said ya rasulullah i have especially uh, weaven this with my hands and it is a gift for you rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam took it and he put it on a shawl a shawl a very beautiful shawl at that time in the hadith it comes rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam was in need of a shawl and so one man saw this beautiful shawl wrapped around rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he came and he said ya rasulullah oh isn't this a beautiful shawl why don't you gift this shawl to me why don't you gift this shawl or shawl to me and some of the senior sahabai kiram ajma'in got so angry this man he knows that if you ask anything from Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah's nabi will not say no and Allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said you like it and he said yes it's so beautiful Allah's nabi immediately took it out and gave it to him Allahu akbar and some of the companions took that individual on the side pushing him and saying is this what you do to Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that young sahabi said that allah is my witness the only reason why i had asked this shawl from rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam because it had it had touched the blessed body of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and i want to use this shawl as my coffin as my shroud at my demise when i pass away so that maybe this will be a means of my maghfirat that it has touched the nabi and this is my coffin that is the only reason i took this opportunity to ask otherwise there is no other intention sahabai kiram ajma'in they let him go but my respected brothers and elders this was the seerah and this was one of the main functions of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam asghanas magnanimous hearted he would give anyone who came he gave allahu akbar a man came to hazrat bilal radhiyallahu ta'ala an and said to him ya bilal you are the one who was very close to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam explain to me the expenditure of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam how he would spend hazrat bilal radhiyallahu ta'ala an said that it was the sunnah of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he would never amass or accumulate wealth he would never keep wealth for himself but his habit was if he saw anyone in madinatul munawwara dressed up inadequately or there were signs of desperation on him rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam would call me and say to me bilal make arrangements for that individual or make arrangement for those people a group of people that are here and i would arrange clothes for them and food for them and so that man said how would you do it ya bilal and he says well what i would do is i would go to the companions and take qarz take a loan in the name of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and i would say that allah's nabi wants qarz from you and he will repay you that amount slowly and when that money was given to me i would buy food and clothes for them and arrange everything for those individuals and allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam would say that is fine So this was the habit of Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam anyone in desperation 
even before they could come to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Allah's Nabi would make arrangements. And usually he would inform Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala. And so there was a man in Madinatul Munawwara, possibly a Jew, Allahu alam. But in Madinatul Munawwara, there were many Jews at that time, Allahu alam. But there was a disbeliever, a, a kafir who was there, not a mu'min, not a believer. He came to Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala and he says, Ya Bilal, I'm a wealthy man. I have a lot of wealth. And I see that you do a lot of good works. You serve your prophet. Whenever you see someone who is in need, you take qarz debt from people and they give you the money and you provide for the people. So do me a favor. From now on, whenever you need anything, you need any help, come to me. Don't go to anyone, come to me. And this man is a, a non-Muslim. Come to me and I will help you. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala answered that, Subhanallah, uh, Allah has opened up the door. But everything is in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is a reason for every incident that takes place. And so, it became the habit of Hazrat Umar, Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala and to go to him, ask for qarz, he would give again until a day came that uh, the debt had increased significantly. And so one day this man came to Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala and he said to him, O oh Abyssinian, what did he say? O oh Abyssinian, Hazrat Bilal took no offense and he said, Labbaik, what is it that you want? He said, O oh, Abyssinian, tell me how many days are left to the end of the month. So Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala answered four days. He said that, do you think the wealth that I have given you is because of some respect that I have for you or your prophet? Do you think the money that you have taken from me is because of some form of veneration that I give to your prophet? No. I don't like you and I don't like your Nabi. And I'm giving you four days to repay me, otherwise I will enslave you. I will make you into a slave. And he said that this was a trick that I gave you the money. So that I, I put this difficulty on you, and when you can't repay me immediately, what would happen in Makkah and Medina at that time is that a person had, had that power and that authority to make him a slave. So he said that I have a farm and I have many animals there, and you're a strong man. I will treat you as a slave and take you as a slave because you haven't paid me. This was a difficult moment for Hazrat Bilal. And this qarz was from who? From? For Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Exactly what happens in the banks today. People want 2,000 pounds, 3,000 pounds, they don't make sabr. They'll go to the bank, take interest. You take 2,000 pounds, you have to pay 4,000. Take 4,000 pounds, you have to pay 6,000 pounds. La ilaha illallah. And this is a trap. This is from shaitan. Interest. Shaitan make sabr. Subhanallah, Allah is the one who is Razzaq and Allah is the one who is the provider. If you are in difficulty, read Suratul Waqi'ah every night. Be Allah's and Allah will open the door for you. Be, be steadfast upon the faraiz of Sharia. Make sure that you are regular in your salah. Make sure you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so, 
very quickly, Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala started to panic. And he gave his adhan for Isha. After Isha, he came to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says, Ya Rasulallah, we've been serving so many people here, those that were in need, but now this man wants to make me a slave. I have only four days. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was listening to him, listening to him. It was late in the night, Isha, and it was the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that after Isha, Allah's Nabi would rest. Because they would wake up for tahajjud. And so Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala an left the house of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and came to his house again all worried. Hazrat Bilal said that I had decided that immediately after Fajr tomorrow I will make a runner. I will run. <laughs> and so he, he got some of... Uh, the things that were necessary, shoes, socks, a sword, shield, water skin, whatever that he needed. And he says, what I'll do, I'll become ghaib, I'll go underground for a few days until Allah's Nabi has enough money to settle the debts. Once he has settled the debts, he'll call me and I will come back. But I don't want to become a slave. Allahu Akbar. The taklif, the difficulty, the excruciating pain that he went through in Makkatul Mukarramah. Uh, and now freedom is given in Madinatul Munawwara, yet you have those that want to enslave Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala. He says he was all ready and he couldn't even sleep in the night. At the crack of dawn, Subah Sadiq, just before Subah Sadiq, someone came knocking at the door of Hazrat Bilal. Ah Bilal, ya Bilal. Hazrat Bilal was scared. Who is this? He says, yes, who is it? He said, Bilal, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is calling you. This is Subah Sadiq. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala an quickly, mashallah, went to meet Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says, Bilal, what was in your mind? Huh? What was in your mind? And he said, don't you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made arrangements for you. Allah will settle your debts. Allah will settle your debts. To please him, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, your debts. Allah is pleasing your debts. Halakir, they were the de- debts of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But to make him happy, Allah's Nabi is saying that Allah wants to settle your debts. Don't, don't worry. And he says, how is that possible, Ya Rasulullah? Such an amount. He says, go outside and have a look. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala went outside and he saw four camels fully laden with wealth. Fully laden with wealth. Four camels fully loaded with wealth. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said, after Fajr, go and pay off all your creditors. Pay off your debts. And Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala an was overjoyed. He said, after Fajr Salah, I went towards Jannatul Baqi. Nowadays, Jannatul Baqi is quite different. Uh, during the time of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the first section of Jannatul Baqi was at a high slope. And then there was, um, you, you would, it was a downhill from one side. It was a downhill from one side. And in fact, it was a very small cemetery. 
where Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an is resting today, that was the garden of Hazrat Uthman. Today it has been included into Jannatul Baqi. So actually Hazrat Uthman is resting in his own garden. That was, that part of land belonged to Hazrat Bilal, Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. There's a, a massive extension to Jannatul Baqi. So he stood up because it was at a high platform. And he said, those who I owe money, or those who owe, those who owe money to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, subhanallah, all of you come, those that have the debt, the qarz of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now, straight after Fajr, and it is said that that Jewish man or that man did not come. And so Bilal radiallahu ta'ala again started screaming to the direction where this man was living. And then someone said to him that I think Bilal is calling you. I think Hazrat Bilal is calling you. And this man came and he says, yes Bilal, how many days are left for you to become my slave? And he said that whatever is the amount, I have everything ready for you. And Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala and paid him all the amount. And it is said that there were still some silver coins left, dirhams that were left. And so he brought those dirhams to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And he said, Ya Rasulullah, I have paid off the debts, no creditors left. And this is the remaining amount. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, it does not befit a Nabi to take back an amount at home. And he says, O oh Bilal, find again needy people in Madinatul Munawwara and give charity. Until even this money is not given in charity, I will not go to my house. Allahu Akbar. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam returned back to the masjid. And Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala went back to look for some masakeen and fuqara and he gave them that money. And then he said, Ya Rasulullah, now we have no money. And then Allah's Nabi returned back to his house, to his rooms. This was the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now some of you might be wondering that it's about the biography of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala but my respected brothers, I wanted to show the true character of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam as far as charity is concerned. And realistically, my respected brothers, it seems that this quality and trait transferred to, was transferred to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. Again, from amongst the companions, most famously known for charity was Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. All of these qualities of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it was as if though were given to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. And some incredible stories have been mentioned with regards to the charity of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. And it is said that during the battle of Tabuk, the battle of Tabuk. Now Tabuk was at a distance, very far. And Tabuk came at a difficult time for the Muslimin. Madinatul Munawwara was hit with famine and severe drought, very hot, not a trace of water. In fact, ulama have mentioned that uh, during the time of Tabuk, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een would have to grind the leaves of trees to get some nutrition, to get some energy and strength. This was the difficulty at that time. So it was a very difficult moment. And Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to the companions that prepare for this battle of Tabuk. 
And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam made an appeal for donation, chanda, from the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When he made an appeal, he said that who will give in the part of Allah? It is said that Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an stood up and he said, Ya Rasulullah, alayya mi'atu ba'ir. Alayya mi'atu ba'ir. From me, I give 100 camels. 100 camels fully loaded with the saddles, with the sword, with the, the water skin, whatever that is needed during those days, the shield, everything, with everything there. 100 camels. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam looked at Osman and started smiling at him. And then Allah's Nabi said again, I want some more. Who will assist Islam again? Again, Hazrat Osman radiallahu ta'ala stood up. And he said, Alayya mi'ata ba'ir. Ya Rasulullah, I will give you 200 camels now. So first it was 100 and plus 200. Total 300 camels from one man, Hazrat Uthman. Again in the hadith it comes, Allah's Nabi said, I want more. I want more. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala stood up and he said, Alayya thalathu mi'ati ba'ir. Ya Rasulullah, from me, 300 camels. Ab counting kare, kitne huye? 600 camels in one majlis, from one man, one man's donation. Allahu Akbar. And in one narration, it is said that he came and he whispered to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I have given 600 camels, Ya Rasulullah, I will put another 350 camels. Total kitne huye? 950 camels and I always say my respected brothers today when we go for Hajj just to do Qurbani of one camel nowadays we we the people of pound holding Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth's photo huh? 50 pound ironed note in the pocket find it difficult to make Qurbani of a camel <laughs> and 950 camels are given these were incredible people and then he said, Ya Rasulullah, 950, no, I want to finish off 1000. I will give you 50 Arab horses. Arab horses, 50 Arabi ghore. Total kitne huye? 1000. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam got so happy. And like I said in the last dars hadith, that at times people don't understand, but because of wealth they can acquire such status and position. Subhanallah that perhaps a layman could not even dream of. And Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave him a dua. And he said, Ma ala Uthman ba'da amila hadha. Ma ala Uthman ma amila ba'da hadhi. That this act of charity suffices for Uthman for everything that he has done. For everything that he has done. Now, Muhaddisin have mentioned that there are two meanings of the glad tidings given to him. The first meaning is that even if Hazrat Uthman was not to commit himself to any other optional good deeds, of course, farz is farz. Farz is farz. He would have to pray his farais. But other than that, if he did not commit himself to any other good deeds, this charity would suffice for everything that should have been done uh, in the 
should have been recorded in the book of deeds for Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. And the second meaning is, ulama have mentioned that because of this charity, Allah has forgiven your past sins and your future sins. And Allah's Nabi is saying that if due to human deficiency, if Hazrat Uthman was to commit sins, even then Allah would forgive him. Because of that charity. One thousand, Allahu Akbar, uh, camels and horses given in the parts of Allah in the battle of Tabuk. That was not enough, my respected brothers. He wanted to please Allah's Nabi. It is said that he had one thousand dinar. What are dinar? Gold coins. What are dinars? Gold coins. And this is again during the battle of Tabuk. It is said that... Uh, if I remember the hadith, Ja'a Uthman ila Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bi alfi dinarin fi kummihi. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an came to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with 1000 gold coins rolled up in his sleeves. Rolled up in his sleeves. And Allah's Nabi was sitting in the masjid. And it is said that he unfolded his sleeves in front of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And one thousand dinars fell in front of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's Nabi got so happy. In fact, in sheer jubilation, Allah's Nabi was digging his auspicious fingers uh, in the heap of the coins that were there, putting his fingers there. And he says, Subhanallah, ya Uthman, O Uthman, O Uthman. Again, glad tidings was given to him. And Allah's Nabi said, Uthman, Allah has forgiven all your sins. Allahu Akbar. These were great individuals, my respected brothers. It is very, very important that we understand that this man was a very special man. A very special man who gave in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in fact, it was this main attribute and function of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be askhan nas. It seems that this share and portion of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was especially given and it was distributed to this one sahabi whose name was Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also give us the tawfiq my respected brothers that we even give in the path of Allah what we give Allah will increase wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen dua kabir Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana muhammadin nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima ہمارے حال میں مولانا مشتاق صاحب کے والد صاحب کا انتقال ہوا ہے ان کے لیے بھی مغفرت کی دعا کی جائے اللہ رب العالمین ان کی مغفرت فرمائے سارے مرحومین کی مغفرت فرمائے جو بیمار ہے اللہ رب العالمین ان کو احادیث کی برکت سے شفا نصیب کرے اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى اله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم اللهم انا نسالك من رزاقك والجنه ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار رب اغفر وارحم وانت خير الراحمين اللهم اشفنا اللهم اشف مرضانا اللهم اشفنا اللهم اشف مرضانا وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وازواجه وذرياته واهل بيته اجمعين برحمتك يا رحمن الرحيم